This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. We love dogs, don't we, Judy? We sure do. I think I'm kind of a weirdo when it comes to dogs. I love all kinds. Hyperactive, like beans, huge, tiny, and everything in between. Me too. Uh, Dave and I, we love all dogs as well. We love puppies, big dogs, fat dogs, old dogs, you name it. Well, and we're both advocates for dogs. We are. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can love them so much, just like us. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviors to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, we are Dog dog lovers. Lovers. You are so much better at that than Dave. Judy, I have always said that I am a dog advocate. To me, this means that I love every aspect of dog ownership and responsibility. Everything from daily snuggles to scooping their poop. I know you and Dave are dog lovers as well. And I would even say you're dog advocates. Why do you think we love dogs so much? I tell you, for us, I think it's mostly the companionship, the the mutual love, the respect that the dog has for us and that we have for the dog. And we're just a, a family unit. We couldn't be without a dog, I think. That's awesome. So let's promote more dog stuff right after this. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. So you just told all the dog lovers out there why you love dogs. But what I found is just because someone loves a dog, it's not necessarily makes them a dog advocate. When I owned a kennel, I would see so many people come and say, oh, I love dogs so much, quote unquote. And then once they had to clean up after a dog 20 times or 20 dogs, they or if a dog tried to bite them, they were done. 
So let's talk about what makes a person a true dog advocate, not just a dog lover. Well, I tell you, I think we've had some experience with that. Um, Dave and I have volunteered with dogs uh, at a, a national sanctuary where we would pick up after like 30 dogs, make meals for 30 dogs, walk 30 dogs, and we loved every minute of it. Um, we were not done with anything. We wanted to help the dogs, and a lot of these dogs had a r- rough time at life, and this is their their time to be a dog. And yeah, I've heard you guys tell that story uh, a few times, and it's always with passion. And um, it's definitely something that I would love to do. One of the things that I think is the most important aspect of being a dog advocate is that we are the voice for those dogs. You think about the place that you went, that no-kill shelter. You were the voice for the dogs. Um, so... Once I was on uh, a, a, the board of directors for No Kill Shelter uh, for about six years, and it definitely was a struggle that was well worth the effort for those dogs. We were the voice for those dogs. And it's hard to have to reject a dog because of an overcrowded facility or, you know, and, th- and that happens so many times. I mean, because we're a No Kill Shelter, we were very limited as to how many and how often we were able to take in dogs. What are, what are some of the things that you think we could do Uh, just as advocates for dogs other than just owning a dog? Well, for uh, us, I think right now during COVID, it's very scary because the shelters are cleared and that you think would be a good thing, but we actually think it may be a temporary thing. Once these people go back to work, back to their regular lives, they may be giving up on these dogs and that's not fair. So I think some things that we we need to think about as being dog advocates is what you can do for the long term. For instance, shelters always need things like towels. So when you go get ready to get new towels and you're just throwing away your towels, wash them, dry them, take them to your shelter. Help shelters with dog food, buy dog food donations for them. They need everything they can get to take care of these dogs and because they're going to get, I believe, dogs back when this is all over. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I have that's definitely a fear, and um, I feel like that, you know, these are people that have kind of that disposable dog syndrome that we've talked about in the past, and uh, you know, of course, not everybody can be on the board of directors of of these rescue places, so these are great ideas that you just talked about to be able to you know, supply the dogs, not just with money. I mean, money always helps and your donations are going to help. But to do things like that, if you have extra dog food or you bought some food and you realize it wasn't the right food, you know, go donate it instead of just throwing it away. Um, If you uh, have extra towels or sheets or blankets, some of those places take all of those things. And uh, definitely wash it before you take it there. Oh, (laughs) and can I um, interject? You helped me with a great idea. So sometimes we have dogs that have some health issues and we get expensive prescriptions for the dog to find out that that prescription is not working for the dog. But there are dog shelters that will take those prescriptions and they need them badly for their elder dogs or disadvantaged dogs. So before you just throw away your pet medication, call a shelter. They'll probably take it. That's a great idea. Thank you. Um, Another thing that I was thinking about too, you know, all these places have, um, have you, do you do that next door uh, app? Yes, we do. Yeah. So like if the dog gets lost or someone finds a dog, this is a great way. Of course, Pet Finders is a way as well. And then they have those um, Facebook pages uh, for the community pages. Like mine is uh, Hip Donaldson, you know, yeah. those pages as well. Um, be a part of those. And, and whether you are active on it or not, just seeing the um, post and being aware of what's going on in the area. Also, get your dog chipped. doesn't cost that much. You tra- it can be tracked. If anyone finds your dog, it's very easily somebody 
your neighbor may have a scanner and it's easily to scan the dog and find where, the, where it belongs and get it back to its owner. I think that's super important and it's definitely something not just get your dog chipped, but have a vet. I mean, have someone that you know that you can go to and you trust that you get regular shots for your dog. Um, yes, definitely the microchipping uh, and even register them. You can register your dog on that microchip site typically. Um, there are also different sites that you can just go register your dog on. So if it's ever lost or something, it gives you that one extra uh, way of uh, finding your dog in situations like that or helping someone else to find a dog. Absolutely. So when we talked about like, you know, uh, giving money donations and giving food and towel and medication donations, which are great ideas, but also there are two places that I know of right here in Nashville that when you go to their retail establishment or if you go get your dog washed or you go things, the money that their net profits go to these dog rescue places and to support um, dog nonprofit companies. Uh, one of them that you guys live very close to is Crossroads Campus. Um, that is a place uh, near downtown and they uh, do um, have a retail facility and all the, their money. They actually also have kids that live in their facility that have come out of the you know Nashville city system and they're helping them to get good jobs and and their job is to work with those dogs and to work in those uh, work in the shop. Yeah, that's a great resource. We actually do take our dog purposely um, to them to get her nails cl- clipped and to get. Uh, we use their self dog wash, and we we give them all of our business. We, if they're not open, we wait until they're open. So yeah, we definitely use Crossroads. That's awesome, and they're they're one of the big. Um, nonprofits that I support as well. Happy Retails is another one. Uh, it's over in the Brentwood area, and uh, they do the same thing. The guy literally owns the building that Happy Retails is in, which also has a Publix and about uh, two other restaurants. And he owns all that property and owns all that building. So he started Happy Retails with the um, with the intent of taking all the profits from the store, and he literally does take all the profits from that store, and he. Puts puts them back into dog rescues and whoever's running the store now, I used to know the lady well, she has since moved on. Um, but whoever's running the store now gets to decide. That's you know, awesome. Where that goes. I haven't heard of that. Um, we'll have to check it out. Yep. They also have the self-wash and the grooming and all that stuff as well. I don't know how many Nashville um, listeners I have, uh, but if you're there, those are two great places to be able to go and um, to be a dog advocate. You know, you don't have to uh, get out there and, and do like Judy and Dave, where you go to a place and, and uh, work with the dogs for a weeks or so, or you don't have to work at a dog shelter. Um, you can do it other ways. And I think that those are uh, great ways to do it. One thing that uh, you know you, you and I have talked about, uh, we've never really done anything and, and I, um, I want to get back into it. It's just with everything that's going on now too, it's kind of stifled anything that we do, but to do some maybe fundraising activities. I mean, we've had some really good ideas uh, remember we talked about the glass that said uh, in dog beers, oh, yeah. I had one. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, we, we do have to get back to doing that stuff like that. It does a lot of help. Yeah, I've actually had this really great idea. We'll have to talk about this. And if we do it, we'll maybe even do a live thing. But uh, doing an urban triathlon where like you have to uh, push a shopping cart, um, <laughs> you have to play darts and all this other stuff too. So cool. um, those are some of the things that uh, I feel like – um, really would help in in any kind of situation. 
That's awesome. I'd be up for any of all of that. So why do you think being a dog advocate is important? Well, because, excuse me, because if dogs don't have a voice, we have to be the voice for them. And owning a dog is different for many people. For us, it's it's their our family. Um, I know people own dogs for hunting, and they're hunting dogs, and that that's their purpose. And the dogs are happy to do that. But is you've got to be an advocate for dogs because they have nobody else to advocate them. Um, and we need to take care of our dogs. They're very important to us. You know, and that's totally true. Um, I and I'm going to ask this question, and this is not necessary that you have to answer this, but I was approached one time. And uh, it, this was a very tough question. Uh, this guy was very adamant. He asked, why, why dogs? You know, he was not uh, real happy that we were doing our poker tournament at the time. Remember, I used to do the dogs and poker tournament. But he asked, why are we doing dogs? Why don't we help veterans? Or why don't we help babies or the homeless? These are also... Um, they're human, the human aspect of not having a voice, you know, little babies or veterans or, you know, the homeless and, uh, in a different way. Um, but there are also something that, um, you know, that people do advocate and they have to be advocates for in order for them to get the help that they need as well. All of those are important. Uh, it just so happens that Dave and I, we advocate for dogs. I mean, we could advocate for seniors, for homeless, for displaced, but we pick dogs. And that's the truth. And that's, that's you know, obviously this is what I do for a living. Um, and I'm so grateful for you two for actually being um, on my show and being part of the show. And that's what I explained to that guy. Now, he he wasn't having any. <laughs> he wasn't having it, you know. But I also explained, you know, I do so much more for dogs than the normal person would do. I'm so much more of an advocate that the level in which I do. And you know, my question back to him was, "Well, what are you doing?" And I mean, he wasn't. He wasn't doing anything. He just was being a complainer, well, you know. And but there are so many people out there that do advocate, you know, do advocate for uh, veterans and homeless and and um, you know the things that need it out there. And I think that whatever you want to support, support it one hundred percent. Be that advocate. Be that person that is going to be the voice for whether it's dogs or or whatever it is. And that's the important thing to me is that I can. You know, I can wake up in the morning knowing that I've done everything that I can, that I've done my best. And uh, I feel like with you guys, I mean, this is one of the main reasons that we have such a great friendship is that not just that I cook very well <laughs> and bribe you guys with breakfast, but also that you um, that you are advocates for dogs, that you are um, we have a lot of similarities in our thoughts of, you know, what it means to be a dog owner, a dog lover, and a dog advocate. Absolutely. Yes, I spoil my dog, and I probably don't uh, react correctly to certain uh, things that she gets scared of, but you know what? I love her. Yeah, and that's the truth. And that was the biggest thing that I wanted that message, not necessarily that I was getting on you, but also to, you know, show that we all have human reactions and actions. And um, sometimes we don't always, you know, make the right choices or do the right things, but just being aware and doing our best in the moment, that's really the best thing. And I think that that's, um, you know, kind of what our life is. I mean, that we we really enjoy life. We enjoy what we're doing and, uh, you know, do the between, best we can. That's right. And between beer and dog, we just uh, we've got the whole gamut covered there. So, all right. So, in summary, today we discussed what it means to be a dog advocate, not just a dog lover. 
you discovered there are many more aspects to caring for a dog other than just snuggles. You also learn to be the voice for your dog. And you can and need to be so much more than just a dog lover. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.